It's the Heated Agreements Podcast with your host, Matt Thompson. It's the podcast where just agreeing with the host isn't enough. You have to agree for the right reasons. And now, here's your host, Matt Thompson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Heated Agreements. My name is Matt Thompson. So happy you joined us today. We are going to be talking about uh, something that a lot of people seem to get frustrated with, and that's remaking old movies, specifically 80s movies, which is uh, a time period that I know a lot of people in my generation hold very near and dear to their hearts and have a lot of fond memories about those movies and do and don't want to see some of them remade. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Which 80s movies should and shouldn't ever get uh, the remake job, should ever get rebooted. Uh, Today I'm going to be joined by my good friend Matt Covell. Of all the people I know, he is the one who uh, probably has uh, the most affinity, love, borderline obsession with 80s movies. So I'm going to get his opinion. He's going to give me three movies that should be remade. I'm sorry, three movies that shouldn't be remade, two that should. I'm going to do the same thing, and we're going to compare notes. He doesn't know my list. I don't know his. I'm excited to hear him, and hopefully we'll get a few heated agreements in there. That is the name of the show. This is the theme song that will bring in Matt Covell. Thanks for joining drinking i am drinking glenfiddich yeah a little nice little 12 year so nothing uh too spectacular but at the same time something that i i thought would enhance our conversation today it's a tuesday (laughs) that it is (laughs) what are you drinking uh a bullet but i've got some uh you ever had this hudson manhattan rye I have I not. Know. I might crack that open here, depending upon how. Okay, depending on how things are going. Yeah. But. All right. Well, we'll get started here. Um, yep. Everybody, thank you for joining us on Heated Agreements today. My guest this week is a very good friend of mine, Matt Covell, one of my um, favorite people to have conversations with, especially heated ones about uh, nostalgia and about. Um, days gone by in pop culture. Matt, thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. Now, every of everybody I know, uh, when I thought of this topic, nobody made me uh, think, or there was no better guest than to have you on when I wanted to talk about 80s movies, because you are probably my go-to when it's uh, 80s movies aficionado. I'd say I'm qualified, for now, sure. Would you say that your your passion, your absolute love of movies sort of uh, ended in the eighties. Like, like I think you like movies since then, but I don't know if you love movies that that happened after nineteen eighty nine. I I joke because I I could probably talk for at least a month and a half in only eighties quotes if I had to, you know. So that uh, takes a certain degree of talent or lack thereof. I don't know. So. Well, I think when whenever I get a text from you or you write me on Facebook. Um, I would say at least 75% of the time, there's some 80s movie reference, whether it be a line, whether it be a meme, something like that, a gif of an 80s. But I don't fault you for that because I think that decade um, really, it's like when movies kind of came into their own, but at the same time, it was before special effects started coming in and sort of ruining things. I've talked about it on this show before, how in the 90s, special effects and CGI was just getting started, and so those movies aged terribly. Anything made between, like, 1992 and 1997, um, special effects heavy, they're almost unwatchable. It's so bad. But the 80s holds up. Not only, I mean, I tell you what, I was looking through uh, in kind of preparation for this. Like, you could probably drill down to 85, even 87. I mean, talk about a good time to be a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Get that AMC pass going, you know, that was the time. And it seems like even if you go back and you look at, like, the bad movies, something like, and I hope this isn't on your list, I'm going to throw it out there, like Beastmaster. Really, it's a horrible movie, but it has that 80s charm (laughs) to it where if it's on, I will sit and watch it. It's so bad, but it's 80s, and it's just like that 80s... um, I don't know that those popcorn movies from the eighties were just great. 
You know, it'd be interesting to hear from uh, the folks listening to this. You know, is it are we charmed by the 80s movies because we grew up in that sort of era? Does it translate today? I think that's what we'll probably talk about now when when think about mm-hmm. remake. So. Well, I think to answer your question, I would say, and I would love to hear other people's opinion on this, but I would say they do because it seems like 80s movies more than any other decade are the ones that are being remade because those are the ones that people remember fondly. So I think there is sort of an age demographic where the the people who grew up in the 80s still have that buying power where they'll go to the theater, but you don't see a lot of 90s movies getting remade. You see a lot of 80s stuff because those things just have ingrained themselves in pop culture. So I think it'll be an interesting, lively discussion today as we discuss movies that should be remade from the 80s and ones that are should be hands off, never touch, <laughs> don't do it again. We will come and find you if you even mention that you're going to. Um, so I've got my list. I've got three that shouldn't be and two that should. And it was tough. Because I started like trying to make my list and looking through the movies that had been remade, I was like, oh my god, four or five of the ones I was going to put on my list to not do have already been done or in the works. Right, right. So what about you? You want to kick it off? Do you want to go with yeah, uh, one you know, from your you list? Know, sh- sure. Um, you may go two that should. Uh, just, give me, give me one that is on your like the one of the ones on the top of your list for that should never be remade. I gotta tell you. Uh, Gremlins has no business being remade ever again. Um, <laughs> this was a fun movie, uh, scary as hell, uh-huh. if you remember. Right? Yeah, um, it, we're just too. Uh, uh, we're t- you know, violence is, is is everyday culture now, right? It's it's mm-hmm. our thing. A bunch of little furry creatures killing people. I mean, that's not <laughs> not scary. And don't even get me started on the new batch, which was probably the worst sequel of all time. Uh, that's a hard. whole separate podcast is worst of all time. I, <laughs> New Batch has its place. It, it is pretty bad, though. I, I don't think you can remake Gremlins now. I did I did my homework here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Gremlins, from a numbers standpoint, did $12 million the first week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's outstanding for that 80s time period. That would never translate today. Uh, no one's given a shit about Billy. And his, you know, plot to save the city from a bunch of little animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see it working. It makes the top of my never, never do list. Now we can, uh, we'll be forthright here. I have not seen your list. You have not seen my list. You have no sure. idea what what I'm going to say. I had no idea what you were going to say. I'm going to skip to the top of my do list, okay. and I'm going to show you right here because we're facing right now. Gremlins was number one on my should be remade <laughs> list. <laughs> For most of the reasons you said not, I say should. 80 or Gremlins had it, it's a wonderful movie. It was made in the 80s and it had charm, that kind of uh, dark comedy aspect to it, which I think is kind of lost these days. You don't see a lot of great dark comedies. But I think with enhanced special effects, they could replicate that story without ruining it. And I'd love to see what a new young filmmaker could do with Gremlins. Um, obviously, you would still want Spielberg involved somehow because, uh, you know, he still has sort of the magic touch. But I would absolutely love to see Gremlins again. So that would be a, that would be a killer. You would not go in to see that. You wouldn't well, even be slightly well, okay. interested. Without getting lost on this specific example, I got to say this. So Stripe kills that guy in the biology lab. Uh-huh. And he doesn't. It's kind of alluded to, if you remember, right? Right. These days, he would have to, like do something extremely graphic like chew out his throat walking, or something like that he would have to do that in which case you're cutting out an entire audience of kids that can see it right like you know you and i have mm-hmm. kids we would we you know the, the amount of graphic you would have to cross the line these days to make it work because right? way and they go too soft and it becomes the new batch it's boring it, the new batch right got his last over the original gremlins was scary enough but and graphic but it, like all the deaths were in a, a funny way like especially the deaths of the gremlins like the one in the blender the one in the microwave there would be petitions and people marching outside if you killed anything in a microwave in a movie these days yeah you just couldn't do that i think uh but we agree to disagree here yeah. right at the gate so, oh yeah so well let's let's see how the rest of this goes it may come down to uh to blows if this keeps happening i'll jump to the top of my i'll <laughs> I'll jump to the top of my don't list, and then we'll, we'll ricochet back to you. Yeah. 
So Gremlins, agree to disagree. Um, number one on my do not remake, Beverly Hills Cop. Now, I actually have them as well on my... Uh, I'd like to see them remake it, but they can't. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to soft agree with you on this one. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why first before you jump into your deal. Okay. There is no actor, in my opinion, these days that could pull off that charisma and that blue-collar likability of Axel Foley. I don't see it. I, you think a guy that's funny enough, like a Chris Rock, or, um, but they're not. The, the relatability isn't there. Um, that la- I, Eddie Murphy is is on a uh, you know a level of his own. I think so Eddie Murphy because- for that time for that role was absolutely perfect. Eddie Murphy is Beverly Hills Cop. I don't think Hung- they can- Murphy what Raw, hungry Eddie Murphy. Yes, right? yes. Pre um, uh, the clumps, <laughs> Eddie oh, Murphy. No, <laughs> Pre vampire in Brooklyn, Eddie Murphy. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was just magic. That was great. And you know, and Judge Reinhold, you're never going to find another Judge Reinhold. But Rosewood. Rosewood. Yes. So, all right. Well, let's let's do this then, since we both kind of agree on this. If they were to be foolish enough, stupid enough to remake Beverly Hills Cop, who do you think they'd grab to do it? For Axel, well, that's my yeah. reason why I can't put it. At, I, I can't. I can't sit on it because uh, it, you know it. I guarantee they, you. I guarantee you. If they were to do it, they would pick uh, Kevin Hart, and it would flop. Know, my wife and I chatted about that and uh, kind of discussing this. Um, yeah, you know, again, he doesn't have that blue collar likability that I feel like Eddie Murphy brought in the eighties. You know. Um, and it was a charming, I, I don't know. Because uh, Eddie Murphy was kind of, a, he was a dick in that movie, but you rooted for him. Totally. Like yeah. everything he did was really being an asshole. But you were like, go get him, Axel. Whereas I right. think if somebody like a Kevin Hart were to do it, you'd just be like, God, what a douche. And, and Kevin Hart's kind of been playing the love of a loser lately where, you know, you got the, you got the kind of the, the thought that Axel could pull some ladies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They, you know, he had that kind of uh, he, he could talk the talk, right? Right. Uh, and Kevin back it up. Is kind of made his career on kind of just being the funny short guy that, you know, fault, you know, doesn't quite make it right. The so. only other person I could see where they try to do it with is maybe <clears throat> The Rock. And he's too big. Like, yeah. he's got too much of an intimidating presence, which Axel didn't have. I mean, The Rock, he's done too many, um, you know, beat him up action flicks where he's blowing everything up. That's not Axel Foley. So that, that's, that I think is why we both agree. Never touch Beverly Hills Cop. Never touch Beverly Hills Cop. Well, and really, would you say either of the sequels lived up to the first one? You know, one of our mutual friends and I disagree about this completely. I don't think two or three stand up to one even close. No. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you? No. In my mind, those two movies should have never been made. Total cash grabs, no plot. Uh, the second one is very forgettable. And then the third one is only memorable because it's bad. And they basically stripped everything that made one and two good out. Right. I totally agree. So, all right. Any Eddie Murphy movies that you think should be remade? Oh, here we go. Um, I've got I've got a solid number two that didn't make my list, but I would put on a, a if I had a fourth, I probably would have gone with Golden Child. I was Should, getting ready to say, is it golden? Because that's, uh, that's I just uh, I just want some chips. <laughs> I just want some chips. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see Golden Child being remade. Um, I would accept a Golden Child remake over a Beverly Hills Cop remake. Like, if you came to me and you told me, gun to my head, pick one of these Murphy movies to have remade, I, I would have to, I would fight Beverly Hills Cop. I'd allow Golden Child. I'd have to agree with you there, too. I would. Um, Who would you get to play Mumsy? Uh, not Mumsy. <laughs> <laughs> my sweet brother Mumsy. Oh, Moops. No. Now, that would be yeah. the, the, the my sweet Noomsy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. That part was so good. You could probably get. I'd even go with like if you wanted to go kind of a tongue in cheek. I could see like a, a Will Ferrell in that role. Okay. All right. Or a uh, 
um, Jeremy Irons if you wanted to go an older guy. <laughs> I don't know. All it's right, up. well, let's hear one of your uh, let's hear one of your do remakes. Okay, well, I kind of broke this down into category too. You know, um, you want me to start with what's easy, what's with a no brainer, or kind of like swinging for the fences? You, you tell me. Which uh, way you want. Swing for the fences. Swing for the fences. Okay, all right. So I think I see David Franco, not mm-hmm. James. I'm talking about the younger one. Okay. Right? I see him as Marty McFly. You're Back kidding the- me. I see it. My challenge is with Doc, and I thought about this a little bit. Uh, Paul Giamatti, Doc. Man, I like you, this. you could probably get Christopher Lloyd again. He's actually the age that Doc probably <laughs> should have been. <laughs> <that movie>. <laughs> wow! No, I like that future. I like. I like. Uh, uh, I think that one um, was a. Uh, a blockbuster. I thought two was kind of, mm-hmm. you know, starting to fall off, and I thought three was a, di- a disaster. Three was. So I, if they were to redo three, I'd be all for a three remake. One was nearly a perfect movie, though. Like Back to the Future is, it, it's it to me that almost screams untouchable. Like and now I'm almost mad I didn't put it on my don't list. That's so good. I it shocks me. I am shocked with you, Matt Covell, <laughs> that you put. That you put Back to the Future on this list. Now well, I, I'm starting to take everything that you've ever said into question <laughs> in your judgment here. Maybe there's a little bit of want to on this, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I'm looking at the casting. I think, okay, you, you take a guy that's not going to overpower the role, someone you uh, can get behind. I, I kind of, you know, I think it's because of that cast, too. I think I like David Franco and uh, uh, kind of doing the original in a remake. Okay, well let's let's say would you rather have and I'll put you I'll put you on the spot here. Would yeah. you rather have it as a a remake or as a a loose connection to the original? Well, I think you I think you totally remake it. I, I think that that's 1985, right? Mhm. So really, you even set it in the 80s again. You don't like set it with somebody in the in the 2000s. Oh, okay, okay, I see your point here. Um well, you See, know, here's what okay. I'm saying is like kind of a loose connection, almost like Ghostbusters did, where that's like semi kind of in the same universe, like maybe somebody finds the DeLorean and antics happen. Or are you thinking like this is its own universe, own story? Well, think about remake. what you just said. I mean, to, to your point, though, what would you say? 70% of the movie is in 1955? Mm-hmm. It's so true. In itself, it's time travel. So whether you are in 2018... And back up to uh, 55, you could still play that same, uh, you know, I Love Lucy kind of vibe, you know, and still be true to the, the storyline, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you may switch up the modern day a little bit, have some iPhones and that kind of thing going on. But ultimately, yeah, I think it, I think it translates well. If I were to wake up with my, right now. if I were to wake up with my hair sewn to the carpet, I would not be more surprised than I am right now. Yeah. Wow. Back to the Future. I it, I never would have guessed you would have said that. All right, I I, I uh, respectfully disagree with that assessment, but uh, interesting nonetheless. What do you got? Let's okay, uh, my other ones for my other one for do actually is being remade. So yippee! But so I'll skip that one. The one that I was going to say was Short Circuit. See, you and I are in a to- I mean two totally different wavelengths here. I, I was looking at my archive of 80s movies. Uh-huh. Which is vast, by the way. By the vast, way. It's, vast. It's almost like if you think back to old video stores and they had the saloon doors for the area that you weren't allowed to go into. <laughs> That's like your <laughs> 80s movies. <laughs> no, but I mean, all right, listen, I'm going to... I'm gonna. Uh, no, no, I'll tell you what. Give, speak. Why is okay. that a good idea? Well, I would have said that one just because I think that... Really, the only thing that was proprietary about that was the Johnny Five robot in the Johnny Five voice, which I would hope that they keep. I think that actor is still alive. I didn't look it up. I just want to, in my happy world, assume that he's still out there and kicking. So if they made the robot look similar, they could really make the same movie because I don't think anybody, except for Police Academy, I don't think anybody's missing Gutenberg (laughs) in any role that he ever did. So I think they could probably remake that keep a lot of the same jokes and and make it interesting but since they are already doing that you know i guess we'll find out so the one i replaced it with 
And this, and I, I'm, I, this was the one out of everything on my list that I'm most interested in seeing your reaction to. One that I think they should do again is Goonies. Well, okay. I've got on my list as my top, never do not touch. <laughs> so I'll intervene right now and uh, take the ball. Listen, Goonies is untouchable. I call it a cult classic, except it's not. It, it, it's a major blockbuster. Uh, it would never hold up today. Um, the casting, it, it would never hold up. You just couldn't do it. it you just couldn't. You just couldn't. I don't think you could replicate the magic, but I think they could do, I think they could still do it justice. And I would be fine. Like we just talked about with, uh, back to the future. I'd be fine if they did sort of a, not necessarily a full remake, but something like the kids of some of the original Goonies got sucked into another type of adventure. Like they were taking them back to the goondocks to, to see something. And they end up looking for some other treasure. I'd be fine with like the further adventures um, of. Um, so this is a bad, bad idea. I don't like anything about this. <laughs> uh, I mean, just from okay, uh, try to be PC here. I mean, just from some of the racial implications. I mean, really, you, you, you can't have a data like I, I, I don't no, know. You, you're right. Their data would have to be recast or reimagined because that character is not flying. Different time. Uh, I, I I just don't know. You know um, uh, that uh, it would never. We would go see it tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. If they said Goonies has been remade, we would go tomorrow, and I think we'd be disappointed. See, right? that's oh yeah, I could see that. But that was that was some of my criteria was if they announced it, would I go see it? And if I would, like I would go see a Gremlins redo. I would go see a, a Goonies redo. I would not go see Beverly Hills Cop. And I would not go see uh, the other two that are on my list. So, all right, all right. So, you that was that was kind of the visceral uh, anger that I thought I was going to get from saying Goonies. Like that that was that number one on your list of never touch. It was my number one, and I got to tell you, uh, you know, my wife and I both agreed on that one. You just don't touch Goonies, so uh, you uh, lose. How? <laughs> <laughs> no. You you bring Tiff into this, and all of a sudden, like now, I do feel bad. But isn't isn't that bizarre? That again, neither you or I knew each other's list, but your number one do make. We've been conflicting. Yeah, we're we're already bumping yeah it. on both of those. Uh, mine was Beverly Hills Cop, and yours was uh, Goonies. Uh, so, what was the one that you wanted to remake that's already being remade? Um, uh, Short Circuit. Okay, you said that right. Yeah. I tell you, you know, now Hanover kind of stole my 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 thunder on this a little mm-hmm. bit. I really like Bachelor Party being remade. I think that's easy. Yeah. I think think I think I, I was struggling to for the actor. I don't know. Ryan Reynolds is kind of you know obvious, but you find sort of a I don't know a dude's dude that has his group of like four or five friends. You find some jackass, you know, trying to steal the girl mm-hmm. kind of thing. I love this place. You know who you could, you know who you could do it with. I I agree with this one, which I think is one of the like one of the first ones we actually agree on. You could probably grab. Um, I cannot remember the actor's name, but he's the guy. Did you ever watch New Girl? Yeah, yeah. The guy who played Nick Miller. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's he exactly. Could, he'd be yeah. the perfect. He's you know obviously not as talented as Hanks. But he could totally pull off that every man just gets roped right. into things that he doesn't want to do. He totally has a couple friends that are a little ornery, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could see him being in love with his lady and you know wanting to to be fair and all that. So, um, oh, wait, I'm, I'm getting mixed up. Bachelor Party was that wasn't Hanks. That was uh, Keaton. It was Tom Hanks? Oh, was, yes, it was which one am I thinking? Am I thinking of uh, Night Shift? Is that Michael Keaton? That is Michael Keaton. Okay, I always get those two mixed up. And the Fonz, by the way. Which, yes, uh, Winkler. <laughs> An underrated movie. So yeah, I could, I would go see a Bachelor Party remake. Yeah. Now, like I said, you know, starting off, I mean, uh, you know, Hanover came with you know the sex and the you know the, the stuff that we mm-hmm. want to see these days. Um, you know, bachelor party. Gosh, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Would um, you want to pull it down to a uh, a simpler time? You know, more hijinks, less in your face, right. raunch. Exactly, the donkey in the elevator kind. Right. Of thing. <laughs> that, that that is hilarious <laughs> to me. You know, I think it would be hilarious today. 
Yeah, because um, kids these days don't see that. They jump the right porch. to run. I the porch right. with all the, all, all the, uh, the trimmings on it. It was hilarious. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm, I'm interested to get your take on this one because it's, it's sort of in a similar vein. Right. But this is one I would have zero interest and in, might actually get angry at, at the TV if I ever saw it was being remade. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, you know, gosh, that's such a such a fun movie. Um, I don't see what you could do with Modern Times besides remake the entire thing almost shot for shot. The The first one stands up on its own. It's a total yeah. 80s movie. Why would you ever need to remake it? What could you do to make it better? You, you couldn't, and for that reason, I think I'm going to have to agree with you probably on that one. Weekend at Bernie's is untouchable. I mean, Silverman, cool. McCarthy, that's gold. Yeah. That's yeah. absolute gold. Yeah, they were the they were the probably the innovators of that whole you know straight guy cool guy kind of you know chemistry, right? I mean that was that was great. So again, since since we agreed, we'll we'll throw out another uh, bonus question here. If they were to do it, which would be a huge mistake, what A list celebrity do you think they would have as Bernie? Because I don't think that they could sell it with just a no name. What what comedic actor could you see be Bernie and play the dead guy? I don't know if it's a good answer. <laughs> the first name that came to mind, who's the guy um, that was in, he got start with uh, the Godfather. Um, always plays a tough old guy. Damn it. Robert Duvall? Not Duvall. He wasn't Godfather. Was he? Yeah, he wasn't Godfather. Yeah. Um, they, no, uh, uh, Mike. Mike's brother. Damn it. What was his, what was his name? Well, that sucks. It eludes me right now. Um, shit. See, I've got the first one that came to mind for me was Steve yeah. Carell. You're getting too chapstick now. See, I like I like the kind of the, the, the kind of crotchety old guy that's bothered. He's trying to kill these guys. Right. I mean, he's an unlikable guy. You know, Steve Carell. That's see too, my my fear would be that they yeah. go with somebody like a Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I, I'm still Mark Wahlberg for PSs anyway, but that's another. I've podcast. got it, John Lithgow. I like John Lithgow. There you go. He could John play. Lithgow. He's played the bad guy. He's played the goofy. He can play comedy. John, mm-hmm. if John Lithgow is Bernie and Weekend at Bernie's, I would think about maybe going. So maybe I'll, I'll change my list. But as far until I hear that casting, until John right. Lithgow has signed a contract saying he will play Bernie. I will not go see that remake. <laughs> All right. I got two that I think are easy layups here. Okay. But, uh, I want to get your feedback on this. This is the do um, or the don't remake? This is the do just because they're so easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, and I'm, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trench through those rom-com waters right now. Oh. oh. You here ready? We, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, say anything. That's like, put, it's iconic. Put, you put Channing Tatum, Robert Pattinson comes back from mm-hmm. this whole vampire deal as the like other side of the tracks guy that loves the girl but can't get the approval of the father thing. I like that a lot. I think that's easy. I could see them redoing this, although I see them probably going more with like a Zac Efron. I, he was on my list too. He's actually number three. So uh, Who was number two? Well, Channing Tatum and Robert Pattinson. Oh, I didn't hear Channing Tatum. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. You could go Andrew Garfield if you can't. If you can't get Patterson, you could get the same hair and go with Garfield. But you got me right. I mean that that would stand up today, right? The right. Guy, totally. And and in the same vein, before we get too careful, you can't buy me love. Everybody loves a high school movie. You know, uh, I think they might be redoing that. I checked before I came to this podcast. None of these have any kind of real wheels going on them. I didn't want to just. You know, regurgitate some internet garbage. I appreciate a guest who does their homework because yeah, I don't. So I appreciate those who do. <laughs> <laughs> I just spout off and hope that what I'm saying is somewhat accurate. No, no they, they, yeah, go ahead. No, can't buy me love. I think is a good one. I think that's kind of a timeless story that I, I could see redone. And but yeah. you got you got to have a you have to have a Dempsey cameo. Easy, right? Easy. Yeah, Dempsey in the ice cream shop, whatever it is. I mean, but the fact that the guy is paying for the the girl's attention, Mm -hmm. 
and the whole deal, uh, I mean, that's very relatable. It's always going to be timeless. So I like that. So are you a, are you a day one, can't buy me love comes out, you've got your ticket, well, you're there to fair. say? All, all the ones even we hate, I mean, just, just that I have to, I'm going. You know, they're getting my money. I'm, I'm, I might need to be happy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, day one, can't buy me love, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. All right, so of... Before we get into our last ones, I'm going to go through some of the ones that have been remade okay. from the 80s. Uh, you can tell me whether you have seen them and uh, and how on the on the appall that you made them meter uh, from 1 to 10. Okay. Okay? Uh, Clash of the Titans. T- 10 being? 10 being you're outraged completely. Like you want to go find the director, whoever greenlit this, and punch them in the face. One being, don't really care. So, you, I mean, I guess you stumped me or uh, Clash of the Titans. I'm coming up blank. I don't even remember that. Is that is that bad? It's no, it's, it's it's rated as one of the worst remakes of all time. Um, yeah. That was one. That was kind of a shot in the dark. I didn't know if you were familiar with that one. Uh, I'll go with some that I know you are. Uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, yeah, it was on my list to do. Totally. That's a, that's a, that's a, I can't remember what you said the ratings were, but that's a. Ten is outraged. One is, eh, I'd go see it. Oh, I definitely go see it. In fact, I might add it on the uh, should be done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a ten for me. Adventures in Babysitting is one what? of my all, it's one of my all time favorite movies. You cannot remake it. What could you do to that to even come close? Terrible, terrible idea. Okay, I'd uh, rather watch the old one four times in a row than go see the new one even for a second. Here's you why you're paid wrong. Paid my ticket. Here's why you're wrong. Because you take Elizabeth Sue mm-hmm. out of out of the the uh, cast. The normal person can't name anybody in that in that movie. They can't name one actor or actress, right? The bad guy was the Riddler from the uh, Batman TV show. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't tell you what his character name was or what the actor's name was, but that's who he is. A bunch of no namers got in and made a classic, untouchable movie. That's amazing, you Mm -hmm. know. Compared like the Goonies with Sean Austin, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, I like it. I like it. Now, I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know that things would hold up in terms of technology. Um, You got to get rid of the cell phone somehow. Right. I mean, you've got, you've got, I mean, I guess the battery could die or something like that. But I mean, Brenda being stuck at a bus station. Yeah. I mean, right now (laughs) I'm already thinking. Yeah. I mean, you got the Uber situation. It's too many options. Uh, Playboy, I mean, magazines don't even have any, I don't know. I don't They'd like have it. to set it in the 80s again. That's the only way you could do it. Maybe the early 90s. But no. Yeah, it may not be able to be run, redone, not 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 for the reasons you're saying, because <laughs> it couldn't be better, but for the reasons of uh, just dated dated technology. You You sounded like what you just said there, is the exact reason why I started this podcast and I named it what I did because it was the classic. I agree with you, but not for the reasons you said. <laughs> so you're right, but not for the right Only reasons. Wrong, but I agree. <laughs> okay, Ghostbusters. Did you see the remake? Uh, okay, by remake you mean the one with the female actress? Correct. Uh, okay. Um, look, I thought I thought that the uh, the chemistry between um, Murray and uh, uh, what's Egon's real name? I can't even think. Of um, right I was just about to say it. Ram- a- yes. Ramis. Yeah. Uh, An Ackroyd. Yeah, you you just know. Um, I did not like the remake of Ghostbusters. I didn't like it. I didn't see it, but I wasn't, and I I, I didn't think they needed to make it. But I wasn't outraged like a lot of other people. But I was just like, why do you need to remake Ghostbusters? It just, I appreciate the fact that they tried to take a different twist on it. It just failed. Um, do you, do you, to that point, do you think it, that kind of goes back to what I was saying about Gremlins? Is it, is it also maybe because it's just not scary anymore? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, you're not scared yeah. at all. I think with Whereas me. Back in the day, those arms come busting out of the mm-hmm. Lazy Boy and pull, you know, Dana Barrett through the kitchen. That's. That's a rough go. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could hear that story about dad crawling down the chimney on Christmas Day over and over. That I think that stands a test of time, no matter who's telling it. Uh, was that Phoebe Cates, I think, who uh, who played that character? 
Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Um, but I would see Gremlins from a curiosity factor, I think, more than anything, because I liked it so much as a kid that I would want to see what they did. Um, here's one. Here's one that I'm interested on your take on the remake. Um, Arthur, were you a fan of the original Arthur? Yeah, yeah. My dad had me watching that one, and I I just snoozed through it. I never. I, ne- I can't tell you if I've even. Isn't there like six of them? Like <laughs> Arthur seventeen still, still going? Like direct to DVD. Tired. Direct to VHS. Arthur yeah, four. Uh, okay, well. Maybe a little different than mine. Well, we'll skip that one. I just don't like Russell Brand, so he he could star in uh, you know the story of my life, and I would boo it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it just I can't stand that guy. All right, Footloose. They did do that. They did. They re- yeah, they remade that. Uh, I mean, Bacon's Bacon. You know, uh, and the idea of music not being allowed in a town, dated technologies. No, that's no. I don't like this idea at all. That's uh, a, Hard pass. Here's here's one. Uh, I'll give you two that I'm really upset about that they're remaking: The Great Outdoors and Clue. Yeah, um, I don't know anything about Clue. I don't know. I, I didn't get. I'm more of a cheesy '80s. You mm-hmm. know, that, I, maybe maybe Clue is cheesy. I don't know. Um, hmm. Great okay. Outdoors. Um, why? Why would you remake that? Just make a new comedy. I don't understand remaking comedies. Just make a new one. You can be inspired by it, but why would you need to try to recreate something that was already funny the first time? Well, are you saying Bachelor Party is not a comedy? I mean... Mm, true. Touche. I hate when the guests make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I can't... I- yeah, I all right. I get what you're saying there. Um, I guess bachelor party to me. I guess you could say that for the great outdoors. That it's sort of, sort of a universal experience. As long as they didn't try to go like scene for scene, like try to recreate every gag. I, I think great outdoors had that whole family element kind of going, mm-hmm. and bachelor party could could maybe go off the rails a little bit, you know, with adult humor. Maybe Who, that would be some of the enticing. You Who's know. this generation's funny fat guy that you would put in that role, or would they would they scrap it and go with like an Ed Helms? Yeah, they would. I mean, and you're pulling vacation out there, right? Because that's what they did with vacation. Yeah. But I think I think in conversations past, you said vacation was pretty solid, right? I the liked remake. vacation. I did, but you know what? That was again. That was sort of a remake, but it took place. He was the Griswold's kid, so it like it continued the story. As Not so to, much as a full on <laughs> remake. Yeah, because Chevy Chase is somebody I, I would also kind of argue you don't you don't mm-hmm. mess with Chevy Chase. Like, right? would you go see would you go see Fletch if it was remade? Uh, well, okay. First off, I can't. I'd be remiss not saying that Fletch Two is arguably uh, worse than the new batch. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fletch Two is probably one that should have never been made. But you're asking about a remake, and I think. Um, you know, they said that Ben Affleck was going to do that mm-hmm. a while back, and I'm really glad they didn't. That's know? a hard pass. Ben Affleck in a, in a comedy movie, hard pass. I don't know that you can be, again, maybe kind of channeling what I was saying about uh, Beverly Hills Cop, Andy Murphy just being a perfect fit for Axel. You know, I don't know that, I don't know that uh, Fletch, Erwin E. Fletcher, can be uh, replaced by anybody these days. Yeah, because Ch- Chase had that. He had that smarm. He was a little bit of a ladies' man. He was a goofball, but he was also um, kind of cool. I mean, cool yeah. in, a, in a goofy way. He carried right. himself like he was arrogant. And I don't know what comedic actor out there has that right now. They try and they fail. They're simple, right? They try and they fail. I mean, who would they get? Vince Vaughn? <sighs> I get, yeah. I don't like it. No, I hate that. No. I hate that. Or, or even worse, like an Owen Wilson. Yeah, because he's got you know, kind of going back to his role in Starsky and Hutch. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of that lax kind of player, sort of, you know. But no, I don't know. I don't like it. All right. Well, let's go to our final ones. Let's wrap up with. Uh, so, what do you got left? You got one left on the do, or one left on the don't? You know, 
I've got one left on the don't. Um, and I, I was coming across because I love this movie. And this will be telling of me. But you just, there, there's no argument here. And, and to, to the listeners, I, I, I challenge you to tell me how Soul Man would work today. Because <laughs> the idea, I, hold on, the idea of, of somebody taking enhanced uh, pharmaceuticals to change their skin tone, to take uh, money for, uh, there's, there's no way. That doesn't, there's no way that happens, right? Well, could they do it reversed? So you're saying uh, somebody takes pills to become white. So this is Marlon Wayans. Yes, this and, is white chicks. Yeah, and that has its audience for sure. Um, that that makes its fair share of cash, but I don't like it. No. You? I think if anybody even proposed to redo Soul Man, they would immediately be locked but up. But it was hilarious. And, 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 and again, like I, that's one of those movies, too, where um, just going through the social media today and you know i guess maturing to a certain extent i i feel guilty laughing at scenes from soul man because it's almost like i'm not allowed to be mm-hmm. you know, amused by that humor anymore right do, do you own that do you own that movie on I dvd do. <laughs> I, I didn't bring it to the, to the do you have to like do you like have to like look outside and look around and see if anybody's peeking in the windows before you pop it in just to make sure nobody I I'm always a fan of of friends too so like I, I almost like Gordo almost steals the show for me you know? He's he's almost the reason I watched that movie um yeah, but anyhow, what, what did you have? What was your last one? Well, I'm a little disappointed because this was one that, and it, it crossed the line because I, I too, like you, I don't went say, ahead. Don't say Rocky. No, no, no. I, I, I'm curious to get your what before I go into my. What did you think about the Rocky kind of soft reboot? You talking about Creed? Or yeah, what, Creed. What, I thought Creed. Um, a lot of people hate Five. Eighty-nine percent of everybody probably hates five. I hate five. Five. Me too. Yeah, I liked five, but I thought it was fitting to kind of uh, grasp some some of the loose ends. I thought they did it very well. I really liked Creed a lot. Yeah. Interesting, because you you're a huge, huge, huge Rocky fan. Huge. So I wondered where you fell on that. Whether could they? Do you think they could make a Rocky you didn't like? Like, what did you think of Rocky Balboa? I went and saw it opening day. Um, let's be clear. There's never going to be a Rocky four, right? Mm-mm. That as that's my favorite movie. <clears throat> that's that's you uh, can't recapture that. You can't recapture that Cold War, the whole deal. I mean, that was the um, that was that's that's the best. Um, so if you put that at the top of the list, everything else falls short by a mile, mm-hmm. right? Um, I like that Creed came after Balboa, if that says yeah. what I think Balboa, you know? Okay. But- so, all right, well, we'll stick with Rocky Ford there for a second because mine kind of ties into it a little bit just because you mentioned the Cold War and okay. the fact of that 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 time and how Rocky IV, uh, you know, he, he saved the Cold War. Like, like, like he ended it. Because if, if, if I, I could if change. I, and you can change. <laughs> that, brought, that brought the wall down. Um but mine also has to do with the Cold War. And my rule when I was putting this list together was I was going to look and see what was being remade, what had been remade, and I wasn't going to put anything on the list. This one I was disappointed to see is in the works, meaning it it has been proposed and maybe it's in the pipeline, but it hasn't been completely greenlit. So I'm hoping that maybe by mentioning it on this podcast that it won't happen. And uh, my last one on the do not remake list is War Games with Broderick. Why? why? And Dabney Coleman. Because, it was, because it was great for its time. And I'm afraid if they did it now, it would be some stupid hacker, um, black ops type of government conspiracy shut. I mean, basically, War Games, games took place. I mean, he had to place his phone physically on some sort of dial-up modem and he was just some sort of goofball kid that accidentally ended up in there it had its cool little 80s charm it was a small innocent movie that spiraled out of control 
it wasn't high tech. It all basically took place in the same two rooms through the whole movie. It had Dabney Coleman in it. I mean, you, I'm afraid that they they try to make some big budget war games movie, and it would just be a total disaster. You know, I agree with you. I do. I think that War Games is a fantastic movie. Um, I got to tell you, though, when you said Broderick, my head went right to Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. And I got I got to know. Yeah, they made a TV show spinoff. Yeah, I, I don't count that. Would you, could, could you do, could you do Ferris? Could they do it right? No. I don't think you could do any of those um, Hughes movies justice oh because i was just thinking about this you got weird science you got 16 candles breakfast club earlier no comedy you just doubled down on that i would say you could do any Hughes movie today no and and it'd be good i can see them try i can see them like picking a bunch of disney channel rejects you do pretty in pink yes ducky this i mean come on that's that's that falls in my rom com. That's that's right in the camp. You can't. I don't think you can replicate the Brat Pack. Hmm. I mean, Anthony Michael Hall. How you how you replacing that? A, a, a dorky guy. How you, how you find one of those? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have I don't have a list ready to go, but I I feel like John Hughes. I don't know. Such a great storyteller and. Hilarious. See, that's what I think would be missing would be the storytelling. <clears throat> I think they could try to hit the same beats, but I don't think anybody's ever been able to replicate those John Hughes coming of age where it was funny but also relatable to where you can watch it if you're in your 40s, 30s, whatever, and still kind of feel that nostalgia. Whereas I think if they redid it again, it would purely be a, a teen movie. You know, interesting. We, we probably should have this conversation before we launched into our our, our suggestions. I mean... I think a key, what do you think that today's, you know, who's buying tickets for movies and, 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 and what for? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? Because that, that really justifies the remake, right? I mean, what are they, what is Hollywood trying to appease to, right? I think Hollywood's just trying to get any anything that will get people to go. I think they go with whatever's familiar, what people might remember, what people might remember their parents remembering. And then they'll, hopefully name recognition alone will get people into the theater. If not direct to Netflix. Like I could see Netflix buying the rights to remake all of John Hughes movies. Okay. So to that point, right. Something like three amigos. That's a do not touch. You and I would love it. Yeah. But, and it would bring people in, but would they flop trying to, you're saying they would flop because it's, I'm saying it would flop. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd still buy a ticket. <laughs> but see, here's where I think a lot of times the remakes don't don't get it right because it's would it attract a new audience and would it alienate the old audience? And a lot of these movies kind of hit that sweet spot where you're doing both, where you're not attracting a new audience and you're alienating your old audience. So, like, there's no clamoring from the people who love the three amigos to want to go see a new one. And I don't think there's a young enough generation who love the Three Amigos or who know enough about it to go see a new one. So you're not getting the new people to go, and you've just pissed off all the old people who loved the old one. So they're going to hate it before they even see it. So that's just like the recipe to flop, which I think is what happened with Ghostbusters. There was no the anybody who out there who wanted to see a new Ghostbusters wanted to see it with the old crew, see a Ghostbusters three. They didn't want to see a whole new reboot of it, and there weren't enough young fans who wanted to go see a Ghostbusters movie. Okay, let's roll with that, because got, I've got a great, a great way to go here. What about something like Spaceballs? Because they've read on the hell out of Star Wars lately. The younger generation certainly has their impression of what Star Wars is. Would they think it's funny to make fun of Star Wars, or too soon? You know? Yeah, that's tough because it's hard for me to put myself in the the shoes of somebody who grew up on the new movies alone because that's kind of what you'd have to spoof. Yeah. Is the new yeah. ones and I don't know if there's enough to latch on to to spoof. Cuz otherwise cuz really spoof movies anymore turn into like all those ones that the Wayans brothers did yeah. which were terrible. They're like yeah. shades of speaking of spoof movies and if this is true <laughs> 
I've lost all faith in Hollywood. I read on one of the possible remakes that they're doing is The Naked Gun. Oh, Frank Drebin? How do you do that? His timing. That dude was hilarious. Leslie Nielsen is... He was perfect for those roles. I mean... I get... You don't want to see it. I don't want to see it done. Again, I think you alienate all the old fans... And you're not bringing in enough new ones to replace them. Recipe for a flop. I, you know, as we're talking out loud here, I point out my shirt. If you can't see it here, can you read that? <laughs> it says Hans Booby. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard in my top uh, ten of all time. Can, can you redo Die Hard, or are we been Die Harded out? You know, with, with all their movies. I thought about that, and uh, the reason I didn't put it on my list or even consider it, same with, like, Terminator, is because they keep making them. So they've yeah. done them, I think they've done them in, like, three different decades. And now I hear that they're probably going to do a prequel, which I think is ridiculous. Should they have ever done more than one Die Hard? Probably not. Die Hard 2, meh. Die Hard 3, I kind of liked. Any of them after that is just a travesty. Right. Yeah, I'd have to go with you on that one, really. I don't think Die Hard can be touched either. No. I think I kind of hold these 80s movies, you know, tight. I mm-hmm. don't, don't want to give up too much. Yeah. Master no. Party is cool. Yeah. <laughs> you're you you're, like ex- you're excited about that. You've mentioned that like four different times. You're excited about That's easy, right? <laughs> I just love it. It's great. Well, on that note, uh, I think we'll we'll call it a podcast. Matt, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a lively conversation. Uh, definitely going to have you on again when we want to debate something else. And I'm very excited that we did have a heated agreement in there and that uh, without knowing, you and I completely disagreed on our number ones for do and don't make. <laughs> hey, it was great. Thanks a lot for having me. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you next time.